Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Country Not Country, a radio.com podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Austin and Nick Russo. I'm all right. Actually, I'm a little sluggish today. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I apologize for being so chatty last week because I had I didn't realize it until you told me and then I re-listened to the podcast. I was like, wow, I was about a million miles a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're on track or something. Well, that's kind of what it felt like. So uh, this is also one of our first episodes where we haven't rehearsed anything, really. Like, usually we kind of go over a back and forth about how we're going to do this. but Yeah, you just started recording. I was like, okay, well, I guess we're just going to go into it. Well, so let's I figured, do this. I figured we've done this 33 times. We've gotten pretty good at it. And okay. I saw Marin Morris admitted to shaving on Twitter. Which, and you, I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And then you told me, and I was like, oh, yeah, I do that too. Like you, y'all shave your face. Yeah. Like a man. Not like a man. <laughs> you better back up there, son. But, uh, yes, we do shave our face. Okay, so we'll talk about women shaving, which was new to me. I don't know how I didn't know about that anyway. And then you sent me this video today from Jimmy Fallon where he had Gwen Stefani on singing her songs. Yeah, because it's the 20, what is it, the 25th anniversary of Tragic Kingdom or something. Which was an amazing, yeah, amazing, amazing album. And so they uh, they kind of put a little twist on it. It was pretty awesome. I thought I think we'll, we're going to play, well, that'll be our music feature for today. We're going to play a couple of the snippets of mm-hmm. her doing Don't Speak and Spiderwebs. Yeah. There was one other one. What's the other one? I know it's a popular oh, Hollaback Girl. Hollaback Girl, yes. <laughs> okay, so we'll play those Gwen Stefani country. Re- is it a remix? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, you uh, today is a lot about the messages you've sent me, Aaron, uh, because the other one was about met- retrograde. Mars and Mercury are both in retrograde. So, yeah. that you, Anytime the world seems a little off or your world seems a little bit off, you know what? There's a good chance. Mercury might be in retrograde. And I'll explain, because I looked into it, what retrograde means Mm -hmm. and the really crazy twist to the Mars retrograde Mm -hmm. that you may already know. Okay. And and since we're talking about crazy things, I'm reading this book called The Immortal Key, and I'm not going to go super deep, because I was telling (laughs) you about about this earlier, and you're like, Nick, I think that's too deep for the podcast. So I I mean, because you were like, I mean, again, when you go on your tangents, you go on your tangents, and so I was like... I don't know if anybody listening, I, I shouldn't say anybody. I can't imagine everybody being like, yes, yes, that is exactly Well, well because it's not a sexy topic, and it starts with, like, religion, really. So that's, obviously, that's always a tough well, place to talk about, but. 
Well, I've been listening to, uh, what is that book by Sylvia? It, that psychic Sylvia Brown. Oh, wow. Yeah, The End of Days. Oh, There's Lord. Like, I know, right? I'd like, just to go off topic, somebody put it on Instagram and they put a like a, a picture of the page where it said in 2020, there would be this pneumonia-like virus. But, and I was like, okay, I'm so, wait, so you read Sylvia Brown's book? And I'm, said I'm that, in or, the process of listening to it because so I don't So I'm going to go ahead and debunk that because I believe that Sylvia Brown is the world-renowned psychic. Well, like she people, was, She's written lots of books. She she wrote lots of books. She Well, she is now deceased, so rest in peace. Rest in peace, Sylvia. Uh, but she was the one that was always on Montel Williams' show. Yes. That and she, she could see, like, the, all sorts of stuff. So was, she could communicate with members of the audience who have passed away or yes. family members. Oh, Okay. She's that mm, lady. Wow, because I had that, that's really crazy, you know. Well, first I will say that I know that she made lots of claims over time, and so while she did predict that or did write that, there's also some predictions where she didn't get them right. So it's mm-hmm. it's like Nostradamus is the way I she she strikes me as like the modern version of Nostradamus because she passed away. People read her old writings mm-hmm. and they see things that reflect into the future. Yeah, it's really interesting, but it's funny you say about the religion because I'm listening to the part so. I was taking a shower, and I'm like, Alexa, play, you know, Sylvia Brown and today's, and I'm listening. It was, like, straight-up religion for, like, my entire shower, and it's like, if anybody were to walk in, not there was anybody in my house, but if they were to listen, they'd be like, what the hell is she listening to? Well, that now that we're on the subject, the book that I'm reading is about the original communion and how they believe that the original communion was a psychedelic that people would take. And yes, I got this from Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan's. <laughs> oh God, did you really? Yes, Joe Rogan. Oh my God. <laughs> Joe, Joe oh Rogan posted God. on Instagram that he was reading this book and Dear I was like, God. you know what? I got to read it. Oh, okay. And so Again. needless to say, they believe that at the beginning of time, people drank alcohol and Mind you, they invented alcoholic. At one point, it was an invention. So could you imagine, like, you've got these wheat fields, and then you mix some in some water, and you take a sip, and all of a sudden you're hallucinating? Think about the food that we eat, plants and seeds and, say, mushrooms, for instance, because you were talking about mushrooms in that communion thing. But who discovered what we can eat and what was poisonous? Well, that's funny. Another Joe Rogan podcast was about how there are more edible, and all animals are edible, only a small percentage of plants are edible. Oh, and, and again, full circle with a Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get so much, <laughs> but it's good information, you know? Yeah, no, I'm sure. And so, the, so this takes me into the is, da- is dancing a mating ritual because that whole conversation we had could kind of break it down in a bunch of different ways. And I was mm-hmm. like, what's the most relative, you know, relatable aspect of it? And I think it's that, you know, religion and communion was were once like this sort of ritualistic thing and it still is if you think about churches when you accept communion you know it's, it is a mm-hmm. ritual uh, and so i started thinking about mating rituals and dancing so like when when you drink and you get drunk they call alcohol spirits because the original people who created alcohol thought that it awakened you to the underworld of spirits oh okay and so we're getting deep here so everybody while, <laughs> we're going deep it's a warning we're going deep but if you think about dancing like you think, like I was saying, I told you on the phone that if you think about booty shaking music, and there's a whole dance floor of people, and the girls are shaking their booties and they're dancing, they're like, like that is a sex act demonstrated in dance form, or mm-hmm. can be seen that way. I'm not okay. saying that 
but what else could it be? Like, mm-hmm. sure. Just, like you're you're doing a mating call. Exactly. Like, you know, you poke it out or there's a guy or even guys. Think about that. Like when a guy goes into the bar and he's dressed as nice as he can to try and attract a girl, that's like a peacock spreading oh, their feathers, you know? Yeah. It's literally this. like you're going to a place where dancing is a ritual. I think if you went all the way back to the beginning of civilization, dancing was a ritual of some sort. Mm-hmm. And it would make sense that dancing is a mating ritual. So when we're all out at the bars and stuff, while we're having a good time and we're enjoying our alcohol and our friendship, the real reason people are there is to meet somebody and maybe mate. And this is why it was not okay on, in the movie Footloose. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's a great point. And I think that maybe you should go dancing more and find a guy. Uh, really? What? What? How did that come into the picture? Well, well I, I know it's a right turn. Don't I need to find a job first? Maybe, I mean, but maybe. Well, but sure. I, I was just thinking. We talk about relationships and stuff, and mm-hmm. that, and that, and, and I even say that for myself. Because, like, when I DJ at the club, I meet more girls than sitting at my house doing well, nothing. That's true. Maybe I'll just start posting TikTok videos of me dancing and, like, see what happens. I think you came up with that once before, and I don't think that's the move. Oh, well. I think you just keep posting the thirst traps on Instagram. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that funny? I mean, I know I don't ever do that, but I was kind of feeling myself that day. And so I posted that picture. I got many likes, more likes than I think than any other picture. And I thought, wow, the power of boobs is amazing. And that was just and me. And you weren't push-up even rock. being provocative. No, I wasn't super obnoxious, but it it was it's an interesting experiment to see what gets likes and what doesn't. That was just a little bit of kind of cleavage in a push-up bra. And yeah. Well, clearly the 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 honey attracted the bees. Did what? you get DMs because of it? Uh I I got a couple, but it was actually the the person that remember the person that sent the the penis picture? Oh no. <laughs> he, he sent it another an, an, not another penis picture. Maybe he did, but I don't open up his messages, so it just goes to the request section. Oh, so you just saw that he sent you another yeah, message. Yeah, and I was like and then he was like, "Hey, thirsty, you know, lady or whatever." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, Aaron, see, that's the difference between guys and girls on Instagram, too, because, you know, like, if if I try to post a picture where I think that I, like, what's a dude thirst trap? You know what I mean? If you don't have a six-pack, no. there is no thirst trap. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Unless you're, like, I guess, showing off your money or your car or something else that you think uh, would attract a woman. I don't know. Yeah, that's really strange. Like, the guy thirst traps, like, I, I know that... Um, I did kind of post one a little bit when I posted a swimming video the other day. Okay. Like, I was like, you know what? I look kind of athletic in this picture or mm-hmm. in this video. And plus, I wanted to see what I look like when I'm swimming. No, that was another it's thing. it's kind of like me doing the tennis thing. Yeah, because you, you, can't, you can't have the out-of-body experience to watch. So Right, exactly. <laughs> like, what is the person on the pool deck scene? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I thought that I was like, wow, you know, I had pretty good form. And I thought I did a good job. And, and I tried to find a cheesy tie-in to make it relative to why I was sharing it other than to show off that I was going to the gym, you know? <laughs> well, I wouldn't have taken it that way. Well, I feel like I always feel like I'm trying to tell people that I'm working out, I guess. And it's like this sort of like self, I'm feeling myself because I am working out. Mm-hmm. So I feel invigorated. So it's like, well, let me share my feelings of invigoration with everyone. And, you and know, maybe, and- you know what? And maybe like me posting the tennis videos, it motivated somebody else to do it. You're right. Uh, Laura, right? Yeah. And so maybe it'll, you know, you posting that stuff will get somebody in the pool. Actually, so real quick before I go into the thought that I just came up while you were telling me that okay. is VB and I are done, right? Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. I know I was a little over the top and a little passionate a couple episodes <laughs> ago, but I was really, I felt 
really good about it. Do you retract your statement no. of saying that you'll never want to date anybody else? Yeah, I retract that one. But okay. I, I actually, if you listen to the whole episode, I did eventually come back full circle to say that while I know that sounds over the top, yeah. the reality is that when I do commit to a woman and do commit to a relationship, my hope and plan is to stay committed and with that person. Mm -hmm. And so once I begin the belief of commitment, I am going to believe in commitment. Okay. Like, maybe that's a good way to explain it. Like, it was like, look, she gave me another chance. This is in. I'm going to get married, damn it. You know? And, and, uh -huh. and, and you know, and obviously it didn't work out. But uh, so the idea was you said you posted tennis and it attracted mm -hmm. friends who also played tennis. Well, actually, my swimming, my lap picture or video, somebody did uh, on Instagram post like a swimming like, they were going to go swim laps, which I'd never seen them post before. And I was like, oh, oh well, that's cool. So it gave me, like, a little end to be like, oh, so I, I actually shared that the first dip into the pool when swimming laps always gives me anxiety. Like, I have a hard time, like, getting myself into the pool to start swimming. Like, the first hmm. step in, I'm always like, I have to, like, literally go into my mind and change the way I'm thinking and just do it. Oh, that's interesting. And I mean, I know how to swim. Like I'm a great swimmer. Like I, I've, been, I've swam probably more than I've ran in my life. I, but it never fails. The first like getting into the pool, I have this like, there's this thing in my head, and I think it probably goes back to when I was, I almost drowned on my 11th birthday or 10th birthday or something. Like literally, mm. almost got swept out to sea, and some kid grabbed my hand so and saved me. So I think that there might be an inherent fear of water that somehow gets triggered a little oh, bit. Oh well, I mean, I'm right there with you. Like that'd be a PTSD moment. Maybe mm -hmm. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not the strongest swimmer. I can't tread water to save my life. But if there was one time <laughs> when I was with uh, that guy that shall not be named, we were mm -hmm. in Mexico or something, and there was like some, and we, I think maybe we were snorkeling or trying to snorkel. Maybe it was Mexico. But anyway, I was struggling, and this mom and her daughter could see me, and they're like, are you out here by yourself? And I'm like, no. And they pulled me back to shore, and there he was just off lollygagging, dead, wasn't paying attention to me at all, and knew I couldn't swim that well and just didn't give a fuck. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. And there, you, she, you she, I was back? like, no, I'm out here with my fiancé, and she's like, well, he shouldn't be anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Well, that yeah. would be the second person in that time that told you that. Yeah. You can't float? You got to float? Um, I mean, on my back, yes, but if I were just, you know, like if – I were on the Titanic and I were Rose or Jack, I would have drowned for sure. <laughs> like, Oh, not me. I would have been on a damn door real quick. Well, like, that, but I mean, if I had to sit there and just oh, figure it out, I would I would be toast. Yeah, I, I've, I've taken quite a few cruises and thought about what it would be like if I had to swim. So oh, apparently yeah. one, of the, one of the fears of the cruise ship water is that I believe that there's a, a, a suction from the giant turbines underneath the ship that – if you were too close, you would start. You would be fighting the current from getting pulled underneath the boat mm. because it's taking so much space that it's creating this like it's creating. Oh, now that freaks me out. Yeah, and and open water really freaks me out. Oh, if like, I can't touch anything, I freak out. Yeah, even I, if I have you know when okay, so I went to Egypt. We did the whole snorkeling and scuba diving thing. I didn't scuba dive. But I had, I even had a floaty around my waist that I brought from home. I brought on the trip with me because I knew I was going to freak out. And and once I have my face in the water, I'm a little bit better. But I can't just being there floating freaks me out. Yeah, this, the whole snorkel always always gave me gave me trouble. Like the the idea of just breathing through and out of my mouth, in and out of my mouth through a snorkel, changed 
the way that I could function my muscles, so to speak. Like it, like you have to actually change your functionality mm -hmm. while breathing differently like that. Yeah. Um, I've never actually snorkeled though, like in a place where in an oh, exotic like a, location. Yeah. But if I, I know that when I do, I'm not going to do the snorkel. I'm going to do the free diving where I just have the the goggles on. Mm -hmm. And because with flippers, I can go really, really, really fast, almost too fast. Right? They have these new masks that, so you know how it's usually just the goggles and then you have the, the thing that comes out of your mouth. Now they've got this thing where your entire face is encased and you just breathe naturally. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. I that's what I I bought that to go to Egypt because I was like, oh, I could do this so much. That So there is a breathing device it apparatus has a that comes tube out of it. Out of out of the mask, but your entire face is encased. Oh, I am in. I am in. Yeah. I'll super glue it to the sides of my face so no water <laughs> can get in. I could do that all day. That would yeah. be awesome. Because I basically I just thought I would take a deep breath and then swim down in my flippers cuz I know I can swim almost all the way across a 25-yard pool with one breath with flippers. Oh, okay. And so, That's quite impressive. It's, it's just because I know how to swim. Like, I, it's the technique-wise. Mm -hmm. And so I utilize that technique. But anyway, yeah, I always thought that would be super cool to to go, you know, snorkeling like that. But now I know there's a full face mask. And uh, maybe you can just start shaving your entire body to go faster. Hey, that is – I tried that when I was younger, actually. <laughs> oh, God. I did try to shave my – because I was on the swim team, so I tried to shave my legs. You don't realize how long a leg is. Until you get about a quarter of the way through, and I was like, hey, what? Hey, see, that's why I have had laser hair removal, and I'm hairless everywhere. Well, that's what- TMI, like, I know, but, but yeah. But truth truth be told, shaving legs is no joke, and mm -hmm. I never, I could never have done it regularly. Um, now, shaving my face, clearly I have a beard, so I don't have to do it as often. Erin Morris says that she shaves her face, so she went on like a little Twitter rant, not a Twitter rant, but she was opening up about her skincare. Okay. And, and she was- opening it up for women to tell them what they feel about how they take care of their skin and stuff. And she said, all right, F it. I'm also going to tell you that I shave my face because I heard some celebrity say that it was good for exfoliation. So I started doing it and Marilyn Monroe did it too. So there. Yeah, I, I do it, but I don't, it's not a razor for our legs. I mean, maybe, maybe she does. Maybe some girls do that. I have two different things. So I have one that's like electronic and you, it's charged, and it's got this uh, blade, and it doesn't, it won't cut your skin. It's, I don't know how Is to Is it made for women? Uh, I, I mean, yes. Was it like a Norelco men's shaver? No, it's not like that. It's like this little, it's about two inches or three inches long. I think I know what you're talking and, about and, now. And so that's what the electric one, but the short, uh, the non-electric one I have, I think it's technically for like bikini area, but I use that and just slough off skin and fuzz off my face. Because it is exfoliation. It's just mm -hmm. skincare really at the end of yeah. the day. So do, is it different for women then than it is for dudes when you shave your hair and it grows back thicker and faster? Um, I don't think, I mean... I don't think so. I don't think it grows back thicker and faster. I mean, this is T. Oh, see, now I'm revealing shit like Mayor and Morris, but um, I have noticed the older I get, I've got these little, I've started seeing little dark hairs like on my mustache. And I'm like, oh my God. When? Shave it. I Well, I am and I do, but then there's like those times where I didn't notice it. I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. I hope no one can see that, you know, but I have to, and, and not only that, but now I have a home uh, laser hair removal thing that I bought on like Good Morning America deals and steals. Wow. So I bought it specifically for those moments where I was like, I needed to touch up or I had a place I wanted to get rid of hair and I didn't want somebody else to look at it, i.e. maybe my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have the old man hairs on my arms. 
Oh, yeah. Where they grow in this weird patch behind my arm. I'm like, what in the world? Like, it's never been there before. Like, right all here? A, yeah. Like, yeah. sometimes all of a sudden there's like 20 of them. I'm like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, huh? And then sometimes there'll be a really long one. I'm like, oh, that one just grew extra fast today. Great. Yeah. You know? Um, it's just random. So how- I used to get the laser hair removal on my back. Uh, I used to go to Ideal Image when I was in San Antonio. Yeah. And I, I went through three treatments, I think. It takes eight to ten to make it forever. Yeah. So it still grows. It grows back now. For about three years, it didn't. Um, now it does. Um, I, I, well, if you want, you can come over to the house, and I'll laser hair removal your back. Okay. <laughs> that, that would be the closest we've ever been, Aaron. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And, and but, yeah. I, but I, going back to the, the shaving of the face for chicks, it's, um, yeah, like, a lot of girls have the peach fuzz on their face, and so it helps out with getting rid of the peach fuzz. And it's really good because you could scrub your face all you want, but sometimes um, that layer, it just helps also with absorbing moisturizer and stuff. So, yeah. Well, that's that's a fun tutorial on, on skin care. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, shaving your mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Being well, you, a woman. well, you know, the funny thing I was I was thinking about, because I, I posted the conversation on my Facebook page also, or I posted Mary Morris's tweet, and then a bunch of women kind of started chiming in. And I was glad that none of them started fighting with each other or arguing with each other, because I know anytime you get a Keep group classy, of women ladies. together, you <laughs> yeah. know, talking about how to take care of yourself, you know. then it, uh, So I had this moment where I was like, am I really talking about the woman's body? on my Facebook page. But then again, it's like Marin Morris. Then I started thinking, well, it's because I was raised by my mom that I just get along with women better than dudes usually. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm talking to, like I used to sit there with my mom when she'd be playing spades with her girlfriends and stuff. And I would talk to all of them. So I would, I grew up talking to my mom and her friends, which oh, okay. I believe is why my Facebook is what it is. Like it looks like all my comment sections sometimes could be my mom's friends or mm-hmm. just women that are moms, you know, yeah. that for whatever reason I talk and relate to them and they, they like to, you know, talk with me about things. And so I had like 30 comments of different women talking about skin products they use and stuff. What did they, did anybody else say they shaved their face? Because yeah. technically I think so, they call it like dermaplaning. Yeah, I believe that's what, that was the term. So, and there's a lot of services that women offer where apparently there are ways to do it that might enhance it better this way or that way, or just different chemical, not chemicals, but different styles or Procedures. There's you know. the other thing that I do where it's basically you're stabbing your sa- yourself with that's needles. That's not the microdermabrasion, is it? No, that's like where they kind of like sandblast your face, if you will. Um, this thing is like a little rolling pin, and it's um, got all these little needles on it, and you just like rub it around your face. And you would think it does. I mean, it doesn't really hurt, but it is more awkward than anything. And it's supposed to help build up the collagen or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. And for that reason, I'm out. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I just, uh, I, I mean, I wash my face every day and I, I think I'm no, just okay, blessed. Okay, wait. Do you wash your, what do you wash your face with? Water. Just water. Pretty much. You're such a dude. What? God. What I is, mean, when I'm in the shower, I use soap. Yeah, but what kind of soap? Just the bar soap. Exactly. What is with dudes not using real shit? I mean, it's is that, like. Is that really a problem? I mean, I, I mean, every guy I've ever met. What's wrong with dated, my skin? My skin and, is great. I, oh, God. Wait, can we. I, I'm just saying, I have good skin. I got great skin. Like, I mean, I. I I'm not saying you don't have great skin. What I find interesting is men will use bar soap. Some use just the freaking shampoo. Um, I put shampoo in my beard before. Okay. Well, and I mean, it's face pubes. So, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. I mean, it is where it is. Um, yeah, they always just use like bar soap or what was the other thing? Oh, 
old school, that old school Neutrogena bar, like the tan. Well, I had a bad experience growing up with face washes. So uh, the Clearasil commercials used Mm -hmm. to be the best, okay? Uh, And I was convinced that I needed Clearasil. So I went to my mom and I was like, hey, can we get this Clearasil face wash, right? Mm -hmm. And it would make me break out every time. Every time I've ever used a face wash, I break out. But it's so funny, though. Guys will only use the bar soap, and then they have, like, this overwhelming, um, well, I, I don't I haven't looked that close soap to Soap scum your, on their face? No. Um, <laughs> no, like, have you ever, I don't know, I haven't looked that close to your nose, but guys that I've been up that close with, and I can, I've looked at their nose, I'm like, damn, I want to squeeze the shit out of your nose because you have so many blackheads. Oh, well. Oh, God, it's like you know, Dr. Pimple Popper. I just want to go in on it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like something my mom would say. Uh, This is probably TMI, but when I was a kid, my mom used to squeeze the blackheads out of my face. And so uh, by, by, you know, I guess early childhood treatment, uh, every now and then I go ahead and go in there and take care of business and get things out. So I I clean up my face. That's what I'm saying. Like I I have- So many guys don't. I have facial maintenance. You know, I do take care of myself. Do you use a nice moisturizer? I, I don't need it. I have okay. I have a great oil balance in my skin. I think okay. it's because I'm Italian, honestly. I think that's the Italian roots coming in. And then my you know my dad down down the lineage there. He's you know they've got Native American and Spanish. So in reality, there's a lot of good skin. I think mm-hmm. um, in my lineage. Praise praise Jesus. <laughs> coming up next on Country Not Country. Okay, that's one great thing about Jimmy Fallon is he does still kind of like that Saturday Night Live aspect. So he'll do these skits with the celebrities on the show. And um, that's my favorite part, too. Like he's all, uh, first thing I thought was the rice wine with Blake Shelton. Oh, God. I still say that. I'm like, rice wine. Can I get some rice but wine? But he is the best at creating those fun interactions with mm-hmm. the stars. And I think that it, I believe that if. The, a record label tried, they could probably take the Don't Speak version of country and people would like it. So let's see. Okay, yeah, let's see. Don't speak, don't... Coming up next on Country Not Country. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Speaking of great skin, she, you know, because she's what, 50 something now? Yeah, she's got to be. Yeah, 50. It's hard to believe because to me, Gwen Stefani is ageless. Oh, for sure. And I was looking at her Instagram. Was it today? She had this outfit that she's wearing on The Voice and it was... She's number one, got the tiniest little legs I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but I want whatever it is. And her outfit was just this tiny, tiny little thing. Ah, she's just, Well, the I just, I think she's adorable. I think it was a matter of time before Blake Shelton and her being together would all the way take her country, right? Because she he already brought her into two of the duets, which they sound which, great. And I think, isn't there a third song that they're on together on I his do, album? I do believe so. Yeah. And I think they sound great together. Yeah. And, and Blake is so country that he makes up for whatever she lacks. And, and that's the thing. I don't know if she necessarily lacks anything. It's just she has a... She's got a very distinctive sound. No doubt when you hear a song... No, get it? No doubt. Uh... uh no doubt when you hear one of her songs, her voice, it's like, oh, that's Gwen Stefani. Like, it's so easy to recognize. But um, So do you think it's – I'm going to play the country, one of her country songs. I think I have it queued up to where Don't Speak, the country version is going to play. Oh, yeah. So this was the skit. Um, she was on Jimmy Fallon the other night. And you know how he – that's one great thing about Jimmy Fallon is he does still kind of like that Saturday Night Live aspect. So he'll do these skits with the celebrities on the show and um that's my favorite part too like he's all uh, first thing i thought was the rice wine with blake show oh god i still say that i'm like rice wine can i get some rice but he is the best at creating those fun interactions with Mm -hmm. the stars and i think that i believe that if the a record label tried they could probably take the don't speak version of country and people would like it so let's okay yeah let's see don't speak i know it's what you're saying so please stop explaining I dig it. <laughs> I mean, that one is a little hokey. It definitely sounds old school, 60s, 70s country. But And so um, Jimmy Fallon kind of did like a like the old TV shows, infomercials we talked about where yeah, it's like country like love. Yeah, kind of like time life books or time life music, yeah. So here's the next one, Spiderwebs. Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking in the spiderwebs. I'll leave a message and I'll call you back. Oh, lively story. Message and I'll call you back. Cause it's on your phone. I scream my phone calls. No 
by the way, I have heard that song, I don't know how many times over the years. I have never known that she was talking about it's all your fault that I screened my phone calls. I just learned those were the lyrics. I I wondered if she changed the lyrics for some reason and that wasn't the real lyrics. Only part I remember, walking through the spider web. I I just remember the hook. I don't remember the song. Oh, see, I remember the part of like, I screened my phone calls, but I never heard, I never paid attention maybe to that part before. And I'm like, huh. Learn something new today. So, do you want to listen to the last one too? Oh, yeah. Right, Holla so, back, girl. Come right. on. She's also wearing like this super sparkly outfit and kind of looks like uh, what Casey Musgraves might wear. Like, honestly, I think if you played those songs, they would work. Like, mm-hmm. if you played one of those, at least maybe, I think Hollaback Girl's a little too hokey and maybe Spider, you know, maybe uh, Don't Speak was, but I think maybe the Spiderwebs. But I, I I believe if they really tried to produce it, that would could go to radio. <laughs> could you imagine Gwen Stefani Don't Speak on country radio? Uh, no. Well, maybe. I can see that one for sure. Why not? Yeah. Did Ooh. you see the end of the of the bit where they had Blake Shelton's? Oh, Big Scott Country? Yeah, no. and like the close-up where he's got... He looks like Do they play music. No, oh, okay. it's just uh, just a like, picture. But like it, Blake Shelton goes pop. Or stuff. <laughs> well, he's got a green mohawk. I could totally hear some of her songs for sure. Look at how music is right now, and all of the crossovers. That's what. I, yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. You know, we we touched on that last episode too, like Bruno Mars times uh, Dan and Shay. You know, mm-hmm. why not Gwen Stefani make a country remix? If it goes, it goes. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't, it doesn't. There's exactly. been worse. We also wanted to touch on voting, and then there was one other uh, subject that we were going to talk on before we uh, retrograde Mars and Mercury. Mm, I'm a yeah. big astrology nerd, so yeah. now let's 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 real quick talk about Mars and Mercury retrograde because you sent this to me as a why things are going crazy in 2020. <laughs> Typically, I know with like Mercury being in retrograde. If things seem off, electronics, communication, all of that is off. So it happens every it's year. Every year and some and several times a year. So the, the the scientific explanation is that it appears that the planets are reversing their rotation and it's because they're further away from the sun. Mm-hmm. And so it just appears that way. I thought about this analogy. Have you ever been seeing a truck with or a vehicle with nice rims driving and it looks like the rims are going the opposite direction? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the that's the science. Okay. I don't know how it works, but I noticed it completely because with communication, uh, you have to like double check all of your emails and all of that. And I am the worst at forgetting words. And the other day I sent a message to my best friend and I forgot the most important word. I said, I'm, I, I meant to say, I'm not mad. And I put, I forgot to put not. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst. I think I did something like that too, where I said something like, no, what it was is I was sending smiley faces and I accidentally put the throw up face (laughs) and hit send. And I was like, ah, I mean, I didn't mean uh, the throw-up face, I swear. Yeah. Like, I really didn't mean that. So what, when you were looking it up, what did you find? That uh, Mercury retro, no, that Mars and Mercury are both in retrograde. And right that now. Mars ends on election day. No, uh, Mercury. Oh, Mercury, and, that's the yeah. one. Yeah, and you know the other time that happened before, that it ended on election oh, day? Oh, don't tell me this. What is it? It was the year that Bush 
and Gore. And that's the one the where Chad. Ted, yeah, and that's the one where Gore won the popular vote, but Bush took office. Oh wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Speaking of taking office, uh, have you voted? I have not. I was actually that was on the agenda today. Well, so. if you go to Harris, do you already have a place? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. it's right down the street from All my right. house. All right, so I'm going to be honest. The last election, I could not vote because there was a discrepancy in my address, ID, voter registration. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take care of the things ahead of time, so I wasn't able to vote. I did go vote this time. I was ma- I made sure that I was you know, way ahead of the curve. And HarrisVotes.com was so so cool and so easy. I typed in my zip code. They showed me the wait time, the number of people in line, and oh, everything. Wow. And I thought it was so amazing. I, I showed I had- up, walked in. Put my little finger condom on. Yeah, and I was, uh, I even applied to be a poll worker and never heard back, but, I mean, they only had so many jobs. Uh, from what I could see, they weren't super busy. Like, clearly there have been a great voter turnout, at least for Harris County we've seen, um, and the numbers across Texas I think are really great. But it, I was amazed at how few people there were, and everyone seems to say that it's super smooth, super easy, show up, mm-hmm. get in, get out. And I just hope, I hope more people do it just so November 3rd isn't, a shit fest. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, can we just, just for the love of God, well, get through here's this? here's the thing. It will be a shit fest no matter what because one side or the other is going to be mad. Well, <laughs> and this is every election. Let's be real. Every election, there's turmoil and then there's someone now, who's I mad at the end. I would say every election because if you think about it, it's only been the last couple of elections where it's gotten so heated and so passionate. The days of, you know, when Clinton was running for office, that was like. Well, there were, and it was amazing. What's amazing is how the slam ads or the. Because back in the day, like a bad commercial on TV was, ooh, look at this TV commercial, and now it's, you know? Uh, so crazy. Uh, here's. They were talking about this on Good Morning America. There is actually a race in Utah. The two guys that are running for governor. Democrat and Republican did a commercial together really? and saying that how they're supporting each other and they, they weren't going to do any attack ads and that's their commercial. Well, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. You know, if only more people could get along and join hands and, and respect one another like that, you mm-hmm. know, um, either that or they're both on the same side and they're just pulling a big coup. No, but. it was like, <laughs> well, I think you should vote for me. Well, I think you should vote for me, but we're going to, yeah, and they were just for really cool together in the I think that's awesome yeah we would never see that in the presidential election oh they are doing another debate though right it's happening this week is it tonight uh tomorrow well so it's Thursday and the new thing is there's mute buttons oh I heard that (laughs) yeah well no it's just in the in the Mm -hmm. in their in their final remarks or their opening remark or at some point when you uh when they say hey Nick Russo answer this question you've got two minutes the other mic's going to be muted, so there won't be any interruptions in your initial re- answer. Then they will fight you know. to the death. No, <laughs> yeah. So, so, they're gonna, so is this? They're planning on sitting down, right? Kind of like Kamala Harris and um, Pence's. Is that, that I don't know. some sort of partition? There's going to be some. There's, I well, I know. Um, I I saw something that Trump had to submit a COVID test and before, so. The Biden people would know it free and clear. Well, it, it's I, I, it, it's coming down to the time. It's gonna you know November third is right around the corner. So more than anything, I don't care who anybody votes for. To be honest with you, like I I I believe political opinions belong to a person, and that's it. <laughs> what happened? I saw um a, you know case here in Houston we have beggars everywhere, right? And they always have you know it's like oh we'll work for money whatever or food whatever. Uh, this guy said, "Give me a dollar or I'll vote for Trump." Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
I was like, you know what? He's creative. Yeah. So. Yeah. And if he gets to the right corner of town, he might get a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. So, well, um, all right. Well, I think we covered everything for the first time in like five episodes. We I know, covered granted, everything. We didn't get to dive deep into uh, the Mercury retrograde, but just know, don't sign any big contracts well, the until more after we, election day. Well, the more we talked about it, the more I realized that I wasn't 100% sure like we, I think we need to look into it a little more, mm-hmm. just so we can give some specific examples. Like the one you said was great, like Bush and Gore election. Like that was like that was pretty. And it like, ended on that day too. So and then, you know, so that's you know, that's that's pretty pretty gnarly. But anyways, episode thirty three. Done. That's right. Never miss an episode of Country Not Country with Aaron Austin and Nick Russo. Make sure to download the Radio.com app and subscribe to this podcast. Country Not Country, a Radio.com podcast. Special thanks to executive producers Sarah Frazier and Chase Murphy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.